That's all our pubes. You should try and get that off. I don't know. Oh my god, dude, that sucks. Every time it gets fucking worse and worse. Oh, you guys didn't. Super, you guys didn't fucking super glue that dish. Shit. No. I told you not. That sucks. I told you not to do that. Aaron, come on. Why are you getting mad at me? What the. I got your dick hair all over my fucking face. Some of was my this sucks, dude. Give me something to get aunt. this shit off of. You know, I was this shit was in my mouth. The Scotch on the Rocks. Please, any Scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengowrie, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. So, in honor of the Nasty Hellcats' uh, recent birthday, we are celebrating, <laughs> uh, I believe in his words, what is the greatest cinematic achievement of all time, which was the release of Jackass number two. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's really hard to rank the three whenever they're all 100% in my heart. So where do you, 1A, 1B, 1-3? I actually had that thought, Jared, because I know you uh, at least were a big fan of uh, Jackass and it's a uh, heyday. Mm. And I, I believe I've... A thinking man show. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's like... Um... Mythbusters, except with <laughs> the human body exclusively, <laughs> yeah, heartbreak and things going into their buttholes, which uh, <laughs> makes Mythbusters all the more lacking in most people's Lame eyes. Yeah, a bunch of nerds. Um, yeah, I know that I, I know I watched Jackass the movie with both of you when it came out in theaters, mm-hmm. and I guess that was probably the peak coming off of the show. Um, and then Jackass number two comes out, I believe, four years later, roughly four years later. Sounds and, uh, about right. Yeah, September 22nd, 2006. Uh, and I don't remember when the third and presumably the, uh, the the end of that particular trilogy came out. But I do know that Jerry talked me into watching it with him while he was drunk one night. Uh, I can't speak to the film, but it made the experience better to just listen to Jared laugh at every setup before they even get to any particular prank, just the, them <laughs> talking to one another. Um, this one I'd never seen. I, I don't know. I just, and I realized as I was watching oh, really? it. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, oh, I must, I just skipped this one. Uh, cause I didn't all, all the pranks that were coming up. Um, in particular, the, uh, I think the, the rodeo one is the one that sticks with me. Uh, as far as terrifying, like, <laughs> and I don't know if that's just one because it goes on for so long, uh, and you know that, uh, it's just going to be bad for, uh, Mr. Knoxville who, uh, hats off to him. He always seems to be one to stick it out, uh, on these pranks. Uh, but yeah, this was a, this was a fresh watch for me. And, uh, I guess I'll start, I'll start with Josh cause I've already thrown Jared on the bus as being a, a huge fan of this uh, particular series, I guess. So I know where his uh, allegiance lies. But uh, Josh, did you did you stick with the uh, the jackasses here throughout uh, all three films? Yeah, I, I can't I can't quite remember which ones I saw in theater and which ones I saw later. But I've watched all three of them. Uh, I I have to say, like, and I I think rightfully so. They all kind of get jumbled in your head because it's all just random 
uh, pranks and skits and stuff. So it's kind of hard to remember which one right. belongs to which one. So upon revisiting this one, I was kind of shocked that like all the major ones that I remember that I go back to are all from this movie. I, I can't really remember what was in the first one or the third one. So apparently like all the ones hmm. that really kind of resonated with me as far as just like remembering funny or terribly painful or what have you um so this is empire strikes back one. for you godfather 2 that's what you're saying i guess so not that that's not really my intentions but yeah, of course it is it's still jared's thunder be... of course it is your intention <laughs> entirely influenced mm-hmm. so jared i assume you watched this one theatrically or i assumed you were more on top of it uh than i was yeah, I <clears throat> I don't exactly remember. I of course it was probably some some group outing. Although I don't know where you were, where it was September twenty second, so close to the day of my birth. But yeah, I passed on that one. The year, mm-hmm. uh, to age you up, that would be what year twenty three for you. Yeah, twenty three. I, I I skipped the uh, the odd years for Jared. <laughs> just <laughs> do the easy Jared, I think I think to be honest, I think I remember watching this with you in the theater. To be was it just you know, us? I think so. Maybe my brother or something, but uh, I, I think it was just me and you. Who oh, else really cloud. matters? Really, <laughs> just the two of you. It's it's mm-hmm. a friendly it's a friendly uh, rivalry, hatred, uh, death to the end. Well, I don't, I don't want to take this to a dark place because uh, one of the uh, the you know the jackasses here uh, has uh, passed on. Uh, Went out in a uh, fiery blaze. Um, uh, so you did a week after his death. I remember very clearly. <laughs> jackass, literally jackass. <laughs> Drink and drive. That's what he gets. I'm, I'm the one over here. It's like, man, it's a sad thing. Somebody that's that diseased and you know drink himself to a fiery blaze. Yeah, that's what he gets. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna go on the record, but uh, I'll just leave it at my opinion well, remains unchanged. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if the uh, years have softened, but no, your your stance well, remains resolute. I, uh, I have to admit, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really enjoy this one uh, that much watching it now, uh, and I couldn't really discern if it's because of that in my head, thinking like, okay, so you know, seeing this sort of debauchery, seeing their drunken escapades of just doing really reckless things, and knowing that one of them uh, died. Uh, you know, doing something, although he wasn't being filmed uh, for a movie doing it. Uh, I couldn't tell if that's what was like, sort of tainting my experience or um, maybe it's what Josh said, where I just felt like, even though I hadn't seen it before, I felt like, yeah, I've seen this before. Like, I, I, I don't know. It wasn't, <laughs> yes. I didn't find anything particularly shocking here, uh, I guess. So I don't know if it works as intended as a sequel. So I'll, I'll just, I'll leave it to the two of you. Like when you saw this initially, did either one of you think it topped anything in the show or uh, topped uh, the first movie? Going back to what I said earlier about like the the skits of this one have stuck with me more. Um, I, I think that's why. I think I enjoyed this one probably the most out of all of them. There's a couple in here that I think are just disgusting and unnecessary and <laughs> do absolutely nothing for me. But there are other ones that uh, just I can think back to them at random moments and I kind of can chuckle to myself because <laughs> which I, ones I, I want to know with your, <clears throat> your sick mind, what stays with you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been editing a lot of our episodes we did months ago. And, uh, yeah, you're, uh, 
the, your your talk on it or needful things. Uh, I just wonder what sort of deviant prank really stays in your mind that can <laughs> presumably be weaponized and used against Jared at a later date. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of them being um, the the best ones. I think a couple of the best ones are when they are setting up a a false prank only to prank one of their own within it such as the uh uh terrorist uh taxi ride um also that- a gratuitous use of pubic hair which uh <laughs> always is the cherry on top <laughs> i mean it's film, stuff like yeah. that it's like it's so juvenile but yet when you when you stop and think about doing it to somebody that you... <laughs> Who do you have in mind, Josh? <laughs> yeah. Real mystery. How would you convince bearded Jared? Uh, for the most part, I'd say you usually have a beard, but especially now yeah. on the day of this recording. How would you go about convincing Nasty Hellcat that he needs to add uh, hair to his beard, which would then be presumably yours, uh, your pubic hair on his face? What would you do well, to he, convince he, Jared? He doesn't have like one of those magnificent, like valiant, like uh, what's the? I mean, I was gonna say like Islamic beards. I don't know if that's politically correct or not. Magnificent, but, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like for this particular prank, you know, if they're trying to pass off a uh, Islamic person, um, uh, you know, keep you got going. That, this go is gold on. to me. Editing. I've been waiting. <laughs> You know, I try to program some political movies to get Josh into a corner, and it's Jackass number two that gives yep. me all that political content. <laughs> he has I'm a particular just, type saying, of beard. I'm just saying, Jared needs that like religiously like long, thick beard, and so he doesn't have that. So I'm I'm pretty <laughs> pretty certain if you could accumulate enough pubes, you could you could convince convince him to glue it to his face. I don't think it would take much convincing. Jared loves pubes on his face. <laughs> I think this is a prank that would have never worked after five minutes with either one of you. So there is no selling me on you all. As we've discussed in our our youth and our childhood, with our group, uh, News to the World, if we suggest it to you and say it's a cool idea, bro, you should treat that like a, rattles, a rattlesnake rattling. Like, do not trust, do not believe. How's that uh, penis tattoo? So disgusting. Uh, they, we try to talk you into Jared. <laughs> get my name tattooed on my penis, dude. It'd be awesome. <laughs> like, what's your name? And you can be like, give me a second. <laughs> it makes oh, it so makes stupid. a little more impact when you're introducing yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, not not when they're having to squint to read it. <laughs> See, set each other up. <laughs> Uh, didn't they like see like, crabs like crawling in the, mm-hmm. the pubes like mm-hmm. oh that's so terrible it's so gross <laughs> i like to think that that was uh them getting uh really sort of into their art like a method actor they're like okay we gotta take this i i have to contract something because i know it's gonna go on my buddy's face <laughs> <laughs> and the editing is good because i mean like they they captured the right moments of like him like Doing the little spit takes, like, ugh, this stuff's getting in my mouth. And just, <laughs> he's like, it's terrible. I'm like, oh, buddy, you don't even know. So I'm, I'm guessing uh, this one, you know, this is our mainstream uh, successful film on this episode. Jared, what did it, uh, what did it end up grossing? 
It uh, it did seventy two point seven million on an eleven point five million dollar budget. All right. So very successful. Uh, yep. Critically, I'm wondering if it's sixty three percent critics. You know that's eighty uh, percent uh, audience. That might as well be a best picture win for this type of movie. <laughs> for, for that type of movie, yeah. you, you have to. Well, I mean, I kind of even question like even for like our purpose of discussing movies on this podcast. It's like how do you judge something like this because it's not. I tell you how. Pro- it's not proclaiming to be a a timeless piece of cinema. You by put any it up means. against James Franco's Fly Boys. That's how <laughs> you judge it. Uh, perfect segue. Oh, uh, I'd never seen this one either. Uh, no, that's the first time watch for I think all of us. I probably have to. I think I have to admit that I had this confused with. I think James Franco was in another movie called Annapolis, like when he was uh, coming out of. Freaks and Geeks and Spider-Man. So um, I think for the most part, I just sort of had written this movie off Annapolis as well, if I'm getting that right, as far as like, oh, they're trying to make this pretty boy into an action star. And very generic movies that no one actually sees until, you know, they're on a podcast about it uh, 12 years later, <laughs> celebrating its, <laughs> its release, its anniversary. And um, unfortunately for our listeners, uh, much like, you know, I guess maybe we spoiled some, uh, pubi humor there <laughs> with the, the finale of Jackass number two, uh, Jared went out of his way to, uh, spoil the best, absolute best moment of Flyboys <laughs> in our group thread, in our iMessage. And, um, I guess, uh, you know, you all have accused me of, uh, being the, the villain, like from Mystery Science Theater. Jared was kind of like that. Even though I programmed Flyboys, he had me spun around completely while I was thinking, this is going to be awesome. It is James Franco mugging like an idiot on a horse. Yep, this is what I'm doing on my Sunday. <laughs> Get out of here, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is so stupid. And like <laughs> doing little pew pew sounds to kids, <laughs> looking like I mean it's much like a well. It, it reminded me a lot of uh, the Zoolander coal mining sequence where he's like you're know, working like a real man, and it's like uh, except this isn't a serious war drama. This is a melodrama, <laughs> and this guy's playing the part of like American gunslinger. Uh, the rest of the film, not so much like that. It's kind of kind of a. Uh, drab uh and it's long it is uh yes, it is two hours and 20 minutes i believe and uh i don't know why um this is a this is fighter pilot stuff and uh <laughs> there's there's a romance i guess like pearl harbor titanic they're trying to get in that period piece there's got to be a star, some star-crossed lovers but i don't know about you all i didn't care uh there's a random uh tiger someone has a pet tiger a lot lion, of weird, baby. A lion. lion. My bad. Yeah. Uh, I've <laughs> I've already uh, lost the thread on the Flyboys <laughs> mythology, but <laughs> I'm sure Josh has gone to forums to celebrate it. And um, <laughs> Josh, you, uh, I, I've been, as I said, been editing a lot of shows recently, trying to catch us back up. And I've noticed sort of a trend where uh, you actually have kind of you've <laughs> when we've gone too far negative, you've tried to try to be nice and try to point out some positives here. So. As I was watching this, I was like, well, I know Jared's a lost cause because he's just going to say I hate it <laughs> and then probably fall asleep drunk during the recording. So I'm going to give you the floor first. Um, if someone was interested in this type of movie, 
what are some positives they could take from Flyboy? I'm not saying you liked it, but what's something you could pull out of this? Um, there, there is something to kind of be said about just kind of checking out the uh, the earliest forms of our of the Air Force. I mean, it's not our Air Force because this is actually Americans who, for whatever reason, had fled to France during the time and. Um, I, I guess as a unit, like they, they <laughs> yeah, chose again, like American. Had to fight like the Frenchman's battles, so yeah, even at that's the start. That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I, I kind of uh, lamented the fact that there weren't more like ugly Americans pointing that out over and over again. Uh, I felt like they could have embraced that a little bit, like the the Charles Barkley sure. in them. <laughs> but uh, obviously, it's still very, very early uh, in just the. Uh, invention of of the airplane you know like this this was the earliest um some of the earliest moments of like you said uh fighter fire uh, fighter piloting and so yeah using it as a tool of war not transportation or anything like right, that. right right and, and really even as transportation it's still fairly new but obviously like you said using it as a tool of war this is very very early on so Kind of watching it, I mean, it's supposed to be somewhat historically accurate. I, 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 from what I read, it, it took a lot of liberties, but um, just kind of witnessing some of that aspect of it, historically speaking, is kind of interesting if you're into um, military-type uh, movies or historical-type stuff. So I, that, that was pretty cool. I mean, obviously, it took some brave guys to get into a piece of machinery that you wasn't so sure would even keep you in the air and shooting Actually, guns at one another. Didn't feel like they focused on that damn near enough because you're right, <laughs> you're looking right. at the contraptions they're getting into, and I would feel unsafe uh, in a, like a car, an automobile version of what they were doing and what they were being asked. Like, <laughs> you know, they take like a a damn hammer and screwdriver and as they're flying a plane which is not you know they're not <laughs> hey, a, your gun might jam up here's yeah, a hammer to hit it, it it's not sealed you know they i mean their heads they're out in uh, the open uh, the open air and mm-hmm. they're just reaching around as bullets are whizzing past their head trying to fix like it's it's like you know days of thunder but tom cruise was just reaching over around the hood and trying to like fix something as he's like flying yeah. past um and and a lot of the deaths they it's not like what we think of in modern day of like okay if you die in a dogfight it's because your plane blows up it's because they literally got shot by the machine guns you know like they got peppered with bullets and so that was a little bit more like kind of disturbing like oh that kind of you know you think an explosion quick and painless hopefully and uh you're seeing with these guys that wasn't the case they got they got loaded with bullets just like somebody would on the on the battlefield all right jared go nuts go nuts baby (laughs) I don't know about going nuts. Um, I'll say I'll start it out with that was probably the one positive that Josh touched on that I was actually going to echo as far as like not knowing that they didn't blow up. Like, I guess that was just one point that I never really thought about is like, yeah, they shoot the plane, they blow up. But no, you're actually getting shot with bullets. So that's an actual gunfight in the air. Yeah, in the air with uh, heavier caliber machine guns at that. Having said that, this movie was ridiculously long. Makes no sense how long this movie was. Like two hours and twenty minutes. And, you know, I liked I liked some of the um the uh air fighting sequences, man. But you go out like <laughs> by the time that Leon tells them they're going out for the fourth, fifth, sixth mission, I was, I was like, This is absurd. Like 
I kind of feel like it's a movie that probably took itself a little too seriously and thought like this is of great importance, so it needs to be long. We need to tell every detail. When in fact, if they had kept it, I don't know, an hour and a half, an hour forty-five, I'd have a much higher opinion, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably could have been a little bit. I mean, fun might not be the right word because I mean there are some like downer moments. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's war and people die and everything. But as far as just being interesting and kind of action packed and stuff, if if they had trimmed the fat off of it, it could have probably been a little bit more enjoyable. It's it's strange because uh, there are often movies like this that uh, are trying to translate real actions, you know, dramatic actions that would impress you if you if you met someone that had done any of this, mm-hmm. uh, you you would want to hear their stories. The problem is when you you put that in movie world. And you're used to seeing God knows what nonsense like every week at the movies, and particularly with like action movies, that it becomes harder to impress. And I think that's their issue is, you know, it seems like the three of us agree that even just going back to the basics as far as the, the you know, the, the aircraft they're flying and the expectations of all the sort of hats they have to wear when they're in the air, that was impressive. And I don't feel like the film, as much as they're celebrating these characters and these these real people they're not as impressed as we are. And they're like, Oh, we need, uh, we need James Franco to like, you know, have a lover that he's taken and he's got to like, you know, get their family out. He's got to like protect them. And, uh, we have to have for the most part, kind of trumped up backstories about the, the, the men like family back home. Uh, mm-hmm. there's one sort of strange element and you know, true or not, uh, where a guy is a criminal on the lamb and they have this whole yeah. thing about whether or not he's, and I, even I was thinking, I'm like, man, does, you know, I don't even care if he robbed a damn bank. Like, you, you, <laughs> no offense to, you know, if this was a real person in his life, but you would think they'd say, yeah, go get in the plane. Like, it's just, it's another body to throw up there, and like, he's a criminal. Yeah, this so, oh, yeah. Prison oh, you did that in America? Well, yeah. This is France. Go up there and die for it, boy. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which, you, not only are you cutting into the runtime that, uh, we're all sort of lamenting, especially Jared, but that makes that a stronger scene where you have the, the captain, Leon the professional, that's like, who gives a shit? Like, get up there. Like, <laughs> I don't care what you stole. Um, so yeah, I, I think that this sort of fits in that. Possibly they were thinking uh, this would be something that would be like best picture worthy, uh, and then they backed down. They they were like, oh, we don't have the goods, but they kept all of the elements, the sort of the worst elements of like Oscar bait movies, and didn't mm-hmm. lean into this could have been a really cool action movie based on real events. Right, right. I fully agree with that assessment, and it does not help that it has a god awful poster, which is pretty much why I judged mm-hmm. it immediately and didn't go watch it. You say <laughs> god awful. Uh, but I know, and I'm going to post this on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you've had quite a bit of fun with a mutual friend of ours, <laughs> and I believe he will be tagged in that. So, you know, I'll just sort of skip to the end of our promotion uh, at Sober Cinema on those respective social media platforms, and you'll be introduced to our good friend Shane and what he wants in life. <laughs> So the only thing I can think of, like comparing these two, and uh, as I said, you know, Flyboys is our forgotten film. So Jared, uh, before we kind of get into a direct comparison, which mm-hmm. God help us, if we're coming down, I guess it's just you know, sober cinema playbook. We're going to be like, well, Jackass, of course, is art, and Flyboys <laughs> is crap. But uh, what did our forgotten film uh, gross, and uh, what were the uh, Rotten Tomato scores for this one? 
It made thirteen million dollars on a sixty million dollar budget. Oh, oh. Ooh. mistakes were made. <laughs> Take a bath. Thirty-four <laughs> percent um, critics, and oh, this actually really shocked me. Sixty-seven percent audience. So, so two out of. Uh, uh, I'm not not to interrupt what you're saying. But am I wrong, or was not? Uh, did Jane Franco not get made fun of within uh, the movie This Is The End about Flyboys? Did, did, did they it, not bring that up? I, as like a I don't remember. I remember the uh, the Green Goblin bit where they're basically calling him cheap. Uh, but Flyboys, <laughs> I, I, I'll have to go back because uh, this is the I was end. thinking they did. I was thinking there was like a Flyboys like cardboard cutout in his basement or something. That's because it's a fantastic poster, sir. That's why. I don't know why you're knocking at <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... The only connection I can make between these two are that these are films that are attempting to show you uh, people doing things that uh, are so out of bounds, so outside the norm, that you are going to be impressed with their uh, the sort of theatrics of the, the various stunts they're performing. Uh, however, in our, our film that succeeded, like, surprisingly, critically, uh, as well as financially, uh, Jackass, they're doing them for your amusement as far as uh, look at these idiots and what they will do to their body for really no greater good, I guess, other than getting a laugh like a clown with a banana peel. And uh, <laughs> Steve put that fish hook through his jaw. That I'm just like, why? why That's interesting because that? uh, uh, the minimal about our research I did uh, for, for this episode, uh, the uh, Knoxville, I believe, said that the terrorist prank was his favorite. Thing they ever did mm-hmm. and the steve-o fish hook using him as bait for sharks was the worst prank they ever did he could have died literally he could have he could well, have he said, been he said that's the shark. only knoxville believes that that's the only way that prank is funny is if something really bad happens to steve-o where he's attacked by a shark but otherwise uh he's like you don't have a punchline to that one so why do it so and I, there was like footage of him like a shark came up right like he kicked mm-hmm. him, like mm-hmm. trying to get away from it which, I mean, I guess that's the best case scenario is that you have a close encounter. But, uh, I mean, when you really stop and think about it, you're like, that is insane that they risked that just for a bit. So sure. would you honestly have done any different with me? You would have kicked me off the boat instead of actually like, <laughs> come on, Jared. Now, listen, if you die... Then the parade stops. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here I would have thought I, I would have heard a, a shark can't chant from the boat. Shark, shark, shark. Would I have hired people to wear like a shark fin and swim around the boat? That way you would of like course. crap yourself? Yes. We're yes, getting absolutely. Older. You have to start worrying about my heart attacks. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> well, it also means Josh didn't have to work as hard to, to get That's to true. that. That uh, and and he'll have lovingly uh, a copy of uh, Red Turtle on uh, Blu-ray for you. <laughs> That's to, uh, right. I'll bring it back down, baby, to ease your pain. Um, I don't really know. I I, I think in this instance, uh, I probably uh, you know, I would say Jackass is more effective at what it's aiming to do. Um, the only thing, the only negative I come down on is, uh, I guess that I would just. If I was in the mood for Jackass again, I don't know if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie or if I'll just like type in Jackass on YouTube and just find some sort of compilation of like, you know, a best of type thing. I, I don't know if I would put in any one disc of the movies again. That's what's interesting about Jackass movie is that it kind of works on the first viewing because you haven't watched any of it. So you're like, OK, I'll check all of this out. But once you've watched it once and you've been aware of it, well, then you have the ones you like and the ones you could right. care less about. 
And so if you're going to you know, go back to anything, you're like, well, I'll check out that piece or that bit, but I'm not going to sit here for an hour and a half or however long it is and just sit through the whole thing as one big piece of art. A piece of art. That's. <laughs> but, you know, I have to admit that I, I think that uh, in our format, I would have to say, yeah, Jackass probably deserves it deserved its success more than Flyboys because it's uh, I feel like the audience that, you know, was buying accomplished... a ticket for Jackass. We're not disappointed. Whereas if you bought a ticket right. for Flyboys, like kind of we've said, we're like, well, there's some good here, but they they didn't really accomplish that. So right. there's a reason it's, you know, a, a, a very, very inside joke. And this is the end. And for whatever reason, it's on sober cinema. <laughs> Go ahead. Jerry. Come out for fly boys. Give a twist ending here. I will do no such thing. You did like Sis uh, and Jane. I'm shocked. That, <laughs> out <of> that one. <laughs> the, the soul, the soul defender of Sis and Jane. <laughs> After 45 minutes of Josh waxing poetic what about a this woman, sellout. <laughs> he goes with the, the women slapping each other and tearing their clothes off. <laughs> so I fully expect Jared to go with Flyboys. Again, high art. No, I'm not going to be predictable. I'm going to go with Jackass, obviously. Does it hold up for you, though? As a, as a big Jackass fan well, in your youth, uh, how, how did you respond to it now? It, as an older man fearing heart problems and sharks, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> it was an interesting point you brought up there about this is kind of like, um, as you said, art form that uh, really can't exist in movie form anymore. Uh, YouTube wasn't a thing back then, but it certainly is now. And you can have five or ten minutes of hilarity and then you're like... Nip. I'm done with that for the day. Like you don't have to sit there for 90 minutes. So yeah, it doesn't have to be an event like a special trip no. out or, you know, once a year. Yeah. You YouTube is, uh, if it's done anything, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> it can spew <laughs> hate and violence <laughs> upon your fellow and bite-sized man. portions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you're still saying that, uh, jackass deserves to be so, but, uh, maybe just as the years go on, this is probably not going to be something people, watch in full on their own yeah i can't imagine you know <laughs> this isn't going to be on a, like a amc classic uh list of movies or anything but yeah even so it's kind of like i just don't envision too many more people watching it the old well, ones or if they even came up with new ones let's be honest though we're, we're saying that now as like when our all three of us are in our mid-30s and Jackass is old news to us. You know, we watched all the shows, we watched all the movies and stuff. I can imagine there's still being some young, newer audiences that have never watched it. That <laughs> It's going to be quite the event for them. Like, hey, let's get some buddies together and pop this movie in and watch it because it's ridiculous. Uh, and I wouldn't trade in any of my, like, I don't know, like I said, Jared, I think it was me and you that went and watched this one in the theater. And I... I I'm pretty certain we were cackling the whole time. Uh, it was a good time watching it. it. It may not have that repeatability, you know. It may it may not be something that you can just constantly go back and sit down and watch that whole thing once you've seen it once. But I, I certainly think that just as something, if, if you're if you're good with the premise, you know, if you enjoy what Jackass does, which is just doing incredibly juvenile pranks and dangerous things and gross things to one another. Um, 
there's certainly value in sitting down and watching the movie for the first time. It, it just may not be something that you feel the need to come back to all that often as a whole. I'm surprised. The only father on this uh, podcast is saying <laughs> there there is value in the youth seeing Jackass number two. <laughs> Fly boys and war veterans be damned. Well, you know what? <laughs> You're goofy. I mean, it... You look stupid on the poster. <laughs> and it reminds me of Shane wanting sex. <laughs> I can't defend that. I mean, that's that's just how it is. <laughs> that's what I see. <laughs> we got 12 bottles of water, 56 beers, 2 vodkas, 4 whiskey, 6 bottles of wine, tequila, Nutella, cheese, steaks, a Milky Way, half ounce sour diesel, 3.5 grams Grandmaster Kush, 1 ounce of shrooms, 15 pills of ecstasy, a porno mag, a baseball bat, and the video camera from the movie 27 Hours. 127 Hours. Uh, hundred and twenty-seven hours, and a functioning revolver from the movie Flyboys. Oh, faithful! Okay, Jesus, this thing's real. No, I kept this from the movie. Yeah, this is an actual revolver. I see. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Could you put that down, please? Loaded. Love it. Awesome. Can you just? I always keep my props. That's really cool. Always keep my props. I know how to handle it. He knows what he's doing. I like this bit. I like it. I get it. You know, let me see. It's real. It's heavy. Let me see. I got. God, oh, come on, guys! You kill Careful, bang, no. bang. Jesus! Please, put it oh, down. bang, bang, bang! You're dead. You're fucking How? happy. How? How? Stop, guys! Stop fucking wow, with the gun. Jesus. How? Jesus! How? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll just kill my. No! no. Don't do that, Jesus! No! Oh, I got it! Don't do that! Don't do that! I'm don't. so. Oh, oh, hey, come on! No, no, don't! Jesus. Would you put the thing no. down? I'm trying to have some fun, okay. man. This is Jesus. Look, just because a bunch of people fell into a hole outside doesn't mean we can't have some fun. We're a bunch of best friends hanging out. It's like a sleepover.